Welcome to the Wake Up Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Listen, these podcasts are best listened to in the morning because we are waking up not only our bodies from sleeping, but we're waking up our minds. We're waking up our focus. We're waking up our calling and we are following the breadcrumbs that God has left for us throughout the day over our life to tell us exactly what to do next. So stop saying that you don't know what to do. Stop feeling overwhelmed. Stop living in the valley and start walking into your calling. So I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the show. So a lot of people, like a ton, like so many, I can't even count, have come up to me and told me lately that they feel like God is trying to tell them something. And they're like, I don't know what it is, but I can tell it's big. I can tell it's coming. And it's just a feeling. And I made a reel yesterday. I posted it on Instagram and I had people commenting, say, I can't put it into words. It's this feeling. It's this presence. It's something big is going to happen. Something is changing. Or maybe you're hearing God say, slow down or don't do that. He's telling you to start something or stop something. And I wanted to do a podcast because I am a person who loves a new year. Like I am a huge, huge January 1st, I'm motivated. I'm doing all of the things. And I've actually gotten so obsessed with this new year, new me type of feeling that every year I bump it up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And so last year, hi, Terry. Yeah, last year I was the week be- between Christmas and New Year is when I really was like, I'm changing. Everything is new. Let's go. And now this year I found myself acting like this, the beginning of December. Like, so it's moving up every year, but I realized that if you want your new year to kick off and be successful and be abundant and be thrilling and fulfilling and satisfying and all of these things that we're after, it's going to take a little bit of prep and you have to know what to do in order to get those results. Because if you are just like, okay, I'm going to, you know, this is different. I'm going to lose 20 pounds next year and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to launch a business and I'm going to, and you have all of these goals. Well, how are you going to get them? Because you can't just say, I'm going to do this and I'm on fire and I'm passionate and let's go. And that does get you a little bit, but it's not going to get you very far. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. And you're expecting just something to change one day. And that's insane. It's never going to change. I've been coaching a lot of people in their relationships lately. And this is so true when it comes to this, because I have people that are fighting, they're going to separate. And then after a few days, when the emotions change and you're out of that crazy mindset and you're like, you know what, Taryn, I'm going to work on things. We're going to work on things. Things are going to be good. Here's our plan. And then boom, I get a text a couple of days later, we're fighting again. This isn't going to work. I can't do this. And actually when the tension comes, that's good because it's a chance to grow. You're not going to repair your marriage without fighting, without being triggered or triggering the other person without wanting to bail again. That's how you're going to get over it. Something triggers you, you're irritated, you're annoyed. Then you come back and you're like, here's what happened. Here's what I didn't like. Here's what needs to change. And then you work on it. You communicate. And then that problem doesn't happen anymore or it doesn't happen as much. And you have to keep doing this. And that's what builds a strong, awesome, amazing head over heels in love marriage with someone. That's not just found. I mean, maybe you are one of the 0.01% of people who found that. And I'm envious of that. But most of these things are built over time and it's just like a business it's built over time or a dream or a vision it's built over time. So you can't just say, okay, things are going to change and I'm going to be motivated because the first tension you get the first time you don't feel like going to the gym or you get sick and you can't go to the gym or an injury and you can't work out 
or you're stressed out and now you're eating junk food, which you said you weren't that first tension. You're like, I'm out. Like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Or you're like, I'm going to start a podcast or I'm going to start coaching or I'm going to start building something or writing a book. And then the first time you get stuck or you get triggered or you get stressed out or anything, it's like, I just need to put this down and I'm going to pick it back up later. And maybe this just isn't my time. Maybe next month, maybe next month, maybe next month, maybe next month, maybe next year, because now it's August, September, October. You're like, forget it. I just need to start over next year. And we see this cycle happening all the time. You know, we've, we've been wanting to lose the weight for 10 years now. We've been wanting to get in a better place with our health for 10 years now. We've been wanting to start a business or quit our jobs. And, but there's something that holds us back from not doing it. And there are things that you can do in order to carry this out and in order to do that. And I've learned these things over the last couple of years. So yesterday I sat in my office, actually stood in my office and I have a big whiteboard and I was brainstorming and I was praying that God would just reveal things to me and help me put together this plan for my business for next year. And what I did is I defined three types of people that I help. And I want to give you this information categorized in these three ways. So if you're type one, I'm going to tell you what to do leading into 2023. If you're type two, I'm going to tell you what to do leading into 2023. And if you're type three, I'm going to tell you what to do leading into 2023. And every single person starts at type one in their life, not right now with me, but in your life, everyone starts at square one. And as you learn and grow, you move to type two and you learn and grow and you move to type three. So if you are someone right now who's a type one, don't just tune out after I tell you yours because type two and type three are coming into your future. And if you're someone who thinks I'm type two, pay attention to the one before it because sometimes what happens is we end up sliding back into who we used to be. So although you're like, I've done it, I got to type three. Well, you very quickly in an hour could find yourself back in type two or type one. So I'm going to define what these three are. And I'm going to give you some tips and you will see next year, I'm going to release a lot more material designed for each group of people that I'm coaching because each group needs something different from me. Each group is at a different place. And you want to move forward. So I want to make sure that I can help you move forward in your journey with God, with your purpose, with your plan, with your mission, because type one, you're just trying to get out of the valley. You're like, I am, I am stuck here. I actually want to grab this, um, this whiteboard real quick. So type one you are feeling hopeless. You're triggered. You're exhausted. You're burnt out. You're coping with anything besides Jesus. So you're coping with like eating junk food, smoking weed, drinking. And this is like, oh, I'm stressed out. I need to drink. Oh, I'm irritated. I need to smoke. Oh, I need to spend money because I'm just stressed out right now. And I need to go buy something on Amazon. Okay. You're coping with things that you shouldn't be. You feel disconnected or isolated. You're in a place in your life where you're very reactive. Nothing is really planned out and organized. You're just, things are happening and you're, do, and you're fixing them. Like the kids say they're hungry at 6.30 and you're like, oh crap, I haven't even thought about dinner. <laughs> that was a huge one for me. They're like, we're hungry. When are we eating? I'm like, I haven't even thought about dinner. I forgot I have to feed you. So you're very reactive. Um, You're always running late, like five, 10 minutes late to everything. You're unorganized. You have periods of your, of your life where you really hate how your life is going and what you're doing. You're spending little to no time with God. You don't know your identity. You're broken, or you have had a lot of trauma that you haven't healed from. You're focused on people pleasing. You have poor boundaries and you feel crazy and alone. And I want you to know 
that you're not crazy and you're not alone. That the majority of people that I connect to are in this column here. And this is my brand. This is what I started. I help women get out of the valley. So I also want to tell you that there's hope you 1 million percent can get out of the valley. Even though you feel like, Taryn, I'm never going to get out of this. I'm going to be stuck here forever. I promise you that you can get out. But nobody is going to pull you out. No one is going to come into the valley and pick you up and carry you out. You have to be willing to do it yourself. Now, I can make the steps for you. I can attach a handrail. I can shine my light. I can wave my arm and say this way. I can, I can be your comfort and I can have God walk with you. But if you stay sitting on the floor of the valley, no one is going to force you to leave there. God is the perfect gentleman and he's not going to force his love on you. He's not going to force his plan on you. We all have free will. So the only way that you're going to get out is if you actually do the things we say you have to do. It's the only way that things are going to change. Because remember, the definition of insanity, thinking something's going to change and you're not changing anything. So if you keep doing the same things, you're just going to stay on the floor of the valley. But the devil wants you to think that you're stuck there forever and you're never getting out. And it's always going to be like this. And it's always going to get worse. And 2022 sucked. 2023 is going to be even worse. I can't even imagine if things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. No, you have to make changes. And we're going to talk about what those are in a minute. But I want to tell you what all the types are so you can be like, okay, this is me. This is where I am. Um, type two, this person, you're, you're trying to stay out of the valley. So you've gotten out and you know that you can get out. You've experienced seasons of your life. Maybe it was a day or a couple hours or a couple weeks or a month where you were out and you felt great. And you're like, this stuff is working. I feel different when I wake up and set my mind on things above and listen to the wake up podcast. Or I feel so different when I wake up and spend time with God and I'm in his word, or I've, I've connected with people in my church and I'm feeling so uh, just connected and good. And I don't feel isolated anymore. And my hopelessness is going away. I'm feeling more hope. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling like I can do this. I'm feeling fulfilled. I'm feeling less fear. But your goal is you want to stay out of the valley because one wrong step and you're right back to the bottom. And for a long time, I said, and I even have podcasts where I recorded myself saying this, as I was trying to get out of the valley and stay out, I said, I don't even know if it's possible to stay out because every time I get out, I'm right back in. And I don't know if it's possible to get out and stay out and never go back in. And now I know that it is possible and you do not have to go back into the valley ever, but you have to be consistent doing the right things so that you never take a step without paying attention and you fall right back down. You have to be intentional. You're following the breadcrumb trail. You're praying for safety and guidance. You're being very cautious of every step you take and make sure that this is a good step. You're well connected. So you don't have to go back into the valley. You actually have the ability with God to stay out. But type two, you're trying to stay out and you haven't figured this out yet, but all you're thinking is I can't go back. I can't go back. Help me to keep moving forward. I can't go back. You are so passionate but you're overwhelmed and you have no idea what your next steps are. You know, the steps are there and you're so excited to find them, but you don't know how to find them. You want to do this as quickly and painless as possible. Like you have this urgency in you. Like I have someone I want to help. I have something I want to create that's needed. I have something and I need to get it out there. I, it, whether it's a message or a physical item that you're creating or whatever it is, but it's this urgency in you. Like I don't have time to wait. And you desperately want to be walking in your calling where you're satisfied and you're fulfilled. And that's what you're thinking all the time. Like, I want this so bad. I want it so bad. How do I get it? And 
I used to only coach type one. And then when I got myself out of, well, I let's be honest, I did not get myself out of the valley <laughs> at all. When it was up to me, I was sitting on the floor shackled to the bottom of the valley. So God helped me get out in the valley, told me the steps to take, revealed those to me. I got out. And as I was coaching and helping people along the way, a lot of other people got out too. And then I'm like, okay, how do we stay out? So my brand kind of evolved because as I evolved, I had more to offer. And now I realized, okay, I can help you guys stay out. And I had a lot of people that were following the podcast and being coached by me and working with me who were able to get to this point of, okay, I'm going to stay out of this. And this type three person is the type of person that you're going to see me focus a little bit more on in 2023, because now that we have people that are out of the valley and staying out of the valley, you're at a point where you want to build a business or a brand with Christ, and you want to find out a way to automate this, to spend less time. You want to make money with it, have freedom with it. And most importantly, this whole plan, this business or this brand is really birthed out of a personal trauma. And it's how you want to help others. It's how you want to show up in the world. It's how you want to inspire. It's a legacy you want to leave. And it, this is a beautiful place. All of these places are beautiful to be. Even shackled to the floor in the valley is beautiful because when you realize that you're not really stuck there, that your mind is the thing that makes you think that you're stuck there. You realize you're not really stuck. You have the authority and the power to just get up and leave. It's really beautiful when you realize I'm broken. I need Jesus. I need to change my ways. And then you watch him transform your life. It, it was my favorite season to walk through and get out of looking back. Well, I was in it. It did not feel beautiful. It was not my favorite. But looking back, it was beautiful because it was the brokenness, the authenticity, the real version of myself on my knees, surrendering, begging God to change me, saying, I can't do this anymore. The front is over. I'm taking off the mask. I'm done pretending. I'm done trying. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And each step is beautiful. It's so amazing when you get to this third step because you're, you're almost there. Like you're almost there, which is how you and your whole goal all along was to feel joy and fulfillment and to be satisfied and abundant and make money and have freedom and be able to change the world because of the money you have. And you're just finally in this new state. And now I think a lot of people are at this stage right now. And the people that have been coming up to me and telling me, Taryn, I, I don't know what it is, but God is really trying to get my attention. He is revealing something big to me. I can tell 2023 is going to be a different year. And the majority of people that are telling me this are people that are a type three person. And you have been spending time with God consistently. You can hear God, but sometimes you forget what he said to you. You do have some fear of the future, of success or failure. There's some fears there. You definitely have imposter syndrome still, which is just believing that any moment you're going to be found out as a phony, like you're faking it till you make it and someone's going to find out you're faking it. You're passionate, but it's, I wrote down passionate chaos. Like you're like so passionate, but it's just straight chaos. And you have too many ideas. Your brain is just overwhelmed with ideas and visions and plans. And I can do this and I can do that. And I can create this and I can have that. And it's like information overload. You're very busy. You feel like I'm, I am busy. I am doing a lot of stuff. Um, you're really not distracted. You're not busy, distracted like that. You're still connected to God, 
you're, you're busy doing God's work or working on your business, but you're not strategic about it. You're just busy doing all of this stuff. There's really no strategy behind it. You desperately need accountability and you need more belief and confidence. And so these are the three types of people that I work with. And I have free offers for each of these groups. And I also have paid offers for each of these groups. Some of them are available today. Some of them are in the works and they're not available yet. For instance, if you're a type one person who's stuck in the valley, I'm writing a book for you. And that will be something you can pay for, receive the book, and that can be your help. I don't have the book yet, however, but I do have free offers um, like my prayer guide that you can click the link in my bio and you can download my prayer list and you can start reading these prayers to help you. And I also have my podcast that's completely free. This is the 96, 97th episode. So each of them are over an hour long. So you have lots of material and lots of information to help you until my book is ready. I am also going to create my favorite book list for someone who's in the Valley, my highly recommended books. And I talked about on my podcast the other day in episode 95, um, which was titled Five Steps to Hope. I am going to be creating a five steps to hope guide. We're going to be calling it the Valley Guide. And it's going to be something free that you can download. And it's going to give you your five steps of what you need to do right now to really change your life and to get in this place of hope. So if you're in this place, I have some podcasts that you really need to listen to coming up here. Uh, podcast 81, which was titled 911, and podcast 95, which is the five steps to hope. These are the two things that you need to be focusing on and doing before 2023. Because the goal is to be able to create this brand or business. But you can't just jump right to that. You cannot do anything if you're still in the valley. You, you cannot. You cannot do anything while you're in the valley. You can't improve your life. Or I guess I should say you can't improve your relationships. You can't improve your parenting. You can't improve your job. You can't improve your health. You can't improve your weight, your financial habits your friendships, you can't improve any of those things because you're stuck in the valley. You have a veil over your face, you have scales over your eyes, and you have earplugs that are disabling your hearing. And you need to work on yourself. You need to work on you. And my podcast helps you to do that. And um, my prayer list will help you to do that, that you can go and download right now for free. Both of those things will help you to do this. It will tell you what you need to do to start feeling better. And this is what you need to focus on. So although you're like, but I really want to start this business and I'm writing this book and I have this course and I want this podcast and I want this, stuff, I know, and you can, but in 2023, I want you to become the best version of yourself by getting as close to God as possible. And I know it feels like a long time, like one full year. Taryn, I don't have time to do that. It's a long time. I promise you, it's not a long time. You're going to be like, this is insane. I cannot believe how fast this year went by. And you will start feeling better if you started waking up with me on my podcast and actually applying the things that I talk about, reading the books I say to read, saying the prayers that I say to pray, you actually start doing these things. You go to therapy, you seek a counselor. If you start doing this, I give it like 
seven days, like literally seven days, you're going to be like, I feel like a new person, not even seven days. Most people start to feel different on day three. So it's not going to take you 12 months to feel better. You're going to start feeling better immediately. And what I want you to focus on, because there is a journaling aspect to all types of these people. The only thing I want you to journal. So you need to get a notebook and write journal on it. Don't write anything else in this notebook besides things that you're journaling. And all I want you to do is to start writing down your highest of highs and your lowest of lows. So when you're feeling completely defeated and you can't stop crying and you're overwhelmed and you're triggered and you have all of these fears and all of these thoughts and what am I going to do and how is this going to work out? And you have a lot of decisions to make and you are just burnt out. You are at like the pit of your emotions. I want you to write down how you feel. And I want you to be as raw and honest as you can be. God can take it. I promise you can write like, God, where are you? If you exist, how come you don't ever talk to me? If you're here, why don't I feel you? Like you can really honestly do that. God's not going to be mad at you. He's not going to stop talking to you. He can take it. He wants your honest emotions and how you feel. So when you're at your lowest of lowest of lows next year, starting now into next year, I want you to write them down. And what I did in my notebook is I wrote a little down arrow at the top of it to show me like this was when I was in a valley. I was at the bottom. This is the lowest of low entry. And when I felt the opposite of the highest of highs, where I felt like God was talking to me, my prayers were being answered. I was getting clarity. I was having visions, dreams, this feeling of something is changing or Someone spoke life over me, or I went to church and the sermon was exactly what I had just been learning and studying. These moments where you just feel like you're going to explode. You can't even believe that you're getting out and you're seeing the hope and the light. Write that down. Write down the visions, write down the thoughts, write down the excitement. Also, when you're in this place, Write notes and letters to yourself, to your future low version of yourself. Like, Taryn, I know last week you were in a really dark place. So next time you're in a dark place, I want you to remember to unplug, stop scrolling on social media. Don't take it out on John. You know, he's not the problem. The problem is you take a nap, go to the gym, eat something healthy, Pray, call your mom. I know you don't want to, but every time you call her, you always feel better. So call her. Don't let the devil isolate you. You're going to want to cancel your podcast. Don't cancel your podcast. Keep going because there's something beautiful about your own high version of yourself giving your low version of yourself advice because it proves that you do know what to do, but you're clouded by your emotion because remember, it's a veil. It's over your ears. It's over your eyes. You can't see and hear correctly. Everything's a little distorted. And if you're not aware of your emotions and you've just kind of buried your emotions, like most of us do, like, oh, that's just, okay. We're not even going to discuss what emotion that is. Like, just move on. Uh, you need to listen to episode 51. It's called emotional awareness. And it talks about your emotions and Abraham's, Abraham Hicks emotional scale and how you can move from one emotion to the next. I know emotions are kind of scary when you start realizing what they are and what emotion you feel, but I promise once you become aware of the emotion, they're not as scary. They're only scary because you can't control them and you don't understand it. Once you understand it, you learn how to control it. And then it's not scary at all, but it just appears scary because you don't know how to handle it. It's not at all, but you need to become aware of your emotions. 100% you need to be able to do that. So uh, listening to those, journaling the highs and lows, and you need to get connected to a church. That's a big one. And a church is not just a building. The church is the group of people that are like-minded and focused on the same things. And 
I don't say just attend a church. I say get connected into a church. If the church you currently go to is not a church that you really feel God telling you to go to, pray that he leads you to a different church and go church hopping for a couple of weeks and pray, God, tell me what church to go to, what church feels good in your soul. Is there a church that keeps popping in your head? Like I should visit that church. I should visit that church. I'd like to visit that church. And you always see it. And you always think that, but you haven't gone. Maybe that's God telling you go to that church. Also, maybe the church that you're at, you're a little offended and maybe you feel like you've been a little rejected or you haven't been valued like you should, or nobody's really befriended you like you should, or asked you to join their team or to connect with them. And you're a little hurt and offended. Pray and ask God if this is a real true thing that you should walk away from, or if it's just you feeling offended and the devil trying to get you out of the church. Because remember, as you're getting yourself out of the valley, or you're trying to stay out, or you're trying to build a business, the devil is like, oh, hell no. Like You are not getting out of the valley. I am not letting you build this business and impact all of these people with this brand or this business. He doesn't want you there. He wants you in the valley. And if you have overcome a ton of generational trauma and curses and like everyone in your family was an addict or struggled with mental health or was in poverty and just sick and ill and angry and you have really overcome a lot, it's going to be even harder for you because your family generations have been in bondage for so long and there's so much generational ick around it that your family line must be very, very valuable to God for Satan to be against them for so long. You're the first one that is saying, I have authority in Jesus's name and I am going to connect with Jesus and I am going to get out of this. You have authority and you need to remember that and you can very simply get out and stay out, but he's going to try to attack your mind He's going to instill tons of fear inside of you, anxiety. He is going to try to pull you down at any moment and get you to think you don't need God. You can do this on your own. And he's very sneaky and strategic. And that's why you need a tribe. You need a herd because you cannot be a lone sheep out trying to do this on your own because you're going to be devoured. But I, I have not met one single person who's trying to get out of the valley all by themselves with God and has been successful because there's no safety around you. And yes, God is the powerful, ultimate, best God and can do everything he can. But faith gets us so far that a lot of us don't have the faith. Faith is just believing in something you can't see. So a lot of us don't have the faith big enough where we can really ignore the things we're seeing in real life and just think like, I have faith, I have faith. Because then it creeps in your head like, am I crazy right now? <laughs> Do I, am I really hoping for something that's going to come? Like, am I crazy that I'm like thinking this in my head? We as humans need to see things. We need to audibly hear things come out of people's mouths. And that's why you need validation and confirmation all the time that, you know, God's telling you something, but when I tell it to you, you're like, yeah, you know, God's been telling me that for a long time. You're right. You will get to a point eventually where you don't need verbal confirmation and validation from people. It will be enough to hear it from God. But when you're just learning how to do this and you're getting out of the valley and you're this very like delicate human, you need people around you, encouraging you, hugging you, praying for you, seeing your face and saying, what's the matter? What's wrong? I haven't seen you at church in a couple of weeks. How are you doing? You And it, you need someone that's physically there. It can't be me. Yes, we've created a community through this podcast. But it needs to be someone who's physically seeing you and they know when you're not physically showing up anymore. You need to get connected into a church and go to the church. 
there is probably a welcome center or a connections room or a connections team or a display or something in the church or walk up to a pastor or someone who works there and say, I really want to get connected to this church. Can you tell me what to do? And they will tell you what you need to do. There are probably classes you can do and there are different studies that they recommend. There's sometimes there's groups just for newcomers in the church that you can connect with other new people that are getting connected to the church. Ask if there's a women's ministry. I want to get connected into your women's ministry. What do you offer for women? What do you offer for marriages? Who can I talk to? You've got to do the work. Nobody's just going to walk up to you and say, oh, hey, are you new? Do you want to get connected? Follow me this way. So you've got to open your mouth. You've got to do something. Remember, you have the steps. Like we, we know how to escape a house if it's on fire. But if we just crawl under the bed and hide there, we're probably going to die in the smoke or in the flames. It's this exact same thing. You know how to escape the valley. You have the plan on the wall, the exit plan of what to do. But if you're not moving your feet in your mouth, you're never going to escape. This is where you have to do it. You have to get out and you have to make these changes. So number two, type two person. What you need to be focusing on right now is you need to try to not miss a day without God. And I know that this is hard because we are busy. And especially right now, we are busy because we're coming into the Christmas season. So you're finishing your Christmas shopping. You're finishing wrapping your gifts. You're finishing all of your little things that you need to do for school and plays and for grandkids. And, you know, you're buying outfits and you're cleaning your house. Maybe you're hosting or you're making a list of what you need to bring to Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. And you're making your plans. And you're focused on closing out the year. So a lot of people's jobs are really busy because the year's closing out and you need to wrap up stuff that you're doing with that. You're starting to get ready for the new year. You're, it's a busy season. This is one of the busiest seasons for people, but don't get it twisted. It's not about all of the hustle and bustle. And you do have time in your day to focus on God, but you're just not utilizing that time correctly. So I guarantee if you're someone who feels like you're so busy and you do not have time to spend with God consistently, I bet if I watched you, I could find a lot of time in your schedule that you could be spending time with God. But we just feel like I'm too busy. I have too much going on. Are you scrolling on social media? Maybe from now until the beginning of the year, you need to take a social media sabbatical. All you have to do is delete the app off your phone. It doesn't delete your, your software, your program, your app information and everything that's stored in it. Even if you have a business, I promise your business is still going to be there and it's still going to thrive come January 1st. There is nothing that you're going to do that is so important on social media between now and the end of the year that can't wait. And something that God had to tell me is, Taryn, you're really not that special. Like, I am special because of God and because of how he created me and because of what Jesus did on the cross for me, me and myself, my flesh and my abilities and capabilities really aren't that amazing. I don't have as much power as I think I do. I don't have as many good ideas and strategies as I really think I do. I had someone who felt like God was trying to get her attention. And she's like, I just, I know God's trying to talk to me. And I asked her, I said, well, how come you're not listening? And she said, I just, honestly, I just like haven't had the time. And I said, do you really not have the time? Or are you not making the time? Or are you filling in the time? Because how fear works is if you have a fear of the future, or a fear of failure, or a fear of success, you know that listening, like you're thinking like, okay, I know God has something to tell me, and I know that it's going to be really good, but I, I'm scared to even find out what it is. 
you know, like you're scared. Hi, Jeanette. You know, you're scared to even find out what that is. So you're like low key, not really making time for God because you're scared of what he's going to tell you because you're like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm so freaked out. I can't even handle. So you're not consciously blowing God off. It's very subconscious. It's very low key, but you are. So I asked her, I said, why aren't you giving the time? She said, I'm busy. And I said, are you really busy or are you just busying yourself? And I said, what is something that you could stop doing? That's been taking a lot of your time. That isn't as important as God's word in your life right now and spending time with him. And she said, it's social media. She very quickly was like social media. Like she already knew this. She didn't need me to even provoke the thoughts. She already knew it's social media. I have to get off of social media. And I said, why aren't you doing it? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, delete your apps, get off of social media and free up your minds. Stop being so concerned about what everyone else is doing. These strangers, you know, how crazy when social media first started, we were keeping in contact with our family and our friends, like people we went to high school together, people who we grew up with, our family, we were all on Facebook and it was, you were friends with people that you were friends with in real life. Now you spend the majority of your time on social media, watching the lives of complete strangers that you have no idea who they are. You've never met them and you probably will never meet them, but you're taking time away from your own family, your own friends, your own community, God, to be focused on someone else's life. Like, listen how crazy that sounds. And you're just scrolling and you know that you want to stop scrolling. We all do that. Like, okay, five more posts. Okay, four, three, two, one. Okay, five more. Five, four. Even my daughter said um, she's she likes watching these like arts and crafts things on YouTube shorts. And she, I went in her room the other day and she had my phone and I'm like, okay, give me my phone. You've had it for so long. She's like, I know I said an hour ago that I wasn't going to look at these. And I've been doing this for an hour. I'm like, you've been doing this for an hour. Are you kidding me? Like, give me the phone. She's like, I'm like addicted. I'm like, I know she's eight years old and she's like, I couldn't stop. I'm like, I know, babe, that's what they try to do. They try to just get you to keep scrolling delete the flipping app. You don't need Instagram. You don't need Facebook. You don't need Snapchat. You don't need these things. If you feel like God is trying to tell you something and get your attention, just delete it. Now, I don't think everyone should delete the app. I'm not deleting the app because I don't feel that way. And I have good boundaries right now. And I don't really spend that much time scrolling, but you better believe if it came in between me and my relationship with God, I would take a period of time where I deleted it. Maybe you delete it for a weekend or a day. It doesn't have to be, you know, for the rest of the year, but if it's coming in between you and God talking, you need to do this. Or maybe you're just busying yourself right now and you don't have time to talk to God and truly sit with him. I'm not talking like, you know, as you're cleaning and, and doing stuff and you're going about your day and you're driving to work and you're doing chores and you're picking kids up and you're doing all this stuff where you're just in your head, like, God, help me. God, speak to me. God, get me there safe. I'm not talking like that. I am talking like you are sitting down and there is no distractions around you. And it is silent. And you're sitting there for at least 15 minutes and you're hearing from God. You're talking to God and you're allowing him to talk back to you. It goes both ways. It has to be uninterrupted time. Now, yes, can God hear you while you're driving and moving kids? Of course, but you need to quiet your brain and say, God, I know you've been knocking on the door of my heart, trying to get my attention. And I know you have something for me. So I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to be silent and speak to me, God. And have a notebook and a pen in front of you. And as God tells you things, as things, and if you've never done this before and you're like, I don't know if I'll hear God, it's not a different voice. It's your own voice. It's, it's, you hear it in your own voice inside your head, but they're not your own thoughts. Like it's a random thought that comes into your mind, something that you weren't even thinking about, or 
it's a way that you've never thought of it before, or it freaks you out when you hear it. Like, oh, I do not want to do that. Like when God was like, write a book. I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't know how to write a book. So I don't know why you told me that we're not writing that one down. Like, you know, for a while, it's like something that scares you where you're like, I'm not capable of doing that. Or I don't want to do that. Um, or like when I heard, forgive your dad, I kept hearing that you need to forgive your dad. You need to forgive him. And just the thought of even saying my dad's name, put me in tears and panic. I did not want to forgive that man. Not at all. And God kept saying, forgive him, forgive him, forgive him, forgive him. And so you'll know when it's God's voice, because it will be not in your emotion or in your mindset and you'll hear it and just write it down. Don't try to make sense of it. Don't try to think, how am I going to do that? Or is this from God? Just write down what you think of. And sometimes in this moment, what I'll do is I'll write a letter from God to myself and I'll sit down and I'll be silent for a few minutes. And then I'll start writing like Taryn. And I will literally just start writing as fast as I can. My handwriting changes when I do this. I write really fast and it's like in a weird cursive writing that you can't even really read. And I just write as fast as I can to get it all out. And it's this letter from God telling me what to do next, telling me who I am, telling me what to remember. So if you're the type two person where you're trying to stay out of the valley right now, the best way that you're going to do it is by staying close to God and staying connected to him as much as you possibly can. Podcasts that you should be listening to, I have three of them that you can listen to if this is who you are. Um, Podcast number 83, which is titled Becoming the Highest Version of You. Podcast 90, which is called Less is More. And podcast 94, which is called Promises of God. And these are the three podcasts you should listen to between now and the new year and take notes and apply and do what they say to do. And this is going to help you Start your new year out by listening to the plan God has for you. And you need to be ready to hear things from God that he wants you to do that you might not want to do. So things he's told me before that I didn't want to do was forgive my dad. He also told me to quit my job. And I couldn't quit my job. I'm the one who paid all the bills. I'm the one who had this job. I talked for the last seven years about how I was going to make it in this company and make this money. And my husband wouldn't have to stress. And here we were, I'm like, I can't just quit my job. Like, I'm sorry, God, like, do you realize like what has happened here? I cannot quit my job. So he might be telling you to end things or to start things. And that's something that you can be listening to as well of what you need to do next. But you need to focus on doing these things and slowing down. Maybe you're a yes person where you just keep busying yourself with saying yes to everyone. Like, yes, I can babysit. Yes, I can go to lunch. Yes, I can go shopping with you. Yes, I can come over your house for coffee. Yes, I can talk on the phone. Yes, I can do that appointment. Yes, I can pick up that project. Yes, I can pick up the kids. Maybe you need to say no. Like, you know what? I would love to get together with you. Things are really crazy right now and I'm trying to do less. So let's get together into the new year. You're allowed to say that. You're allowed to do that. You can schedule appointments for the new year. I can't go right now. I'm going to schedule this into the new year. You can say no. You don't have to do these things. You know, one of the things that when you're getting out of the valley is you're learning how to set boundaries And if you have really poor boundaries where you feel like people are walking all over you and you have no control and it's triggering you because you feel like you're just being taken advantage of, you need to read the book called Boundaries. And the cover, it's white. It says boundaries and there's a pen or a pencil on the cover with it. And it's amazing to read if you're someone who has poor boundaries. So that's also your homework, a little bonus. Now, if you're the third person 
that I talked about. You're someone who has been able to get out of the valley and stay out. And now you're at a point where you're going to build a business or a brand. Here's what I want to tell you. You need to spend a lot of time journaling. And there are some questions that you need to write at the top of the journal and then answer them. So what is God telling you to do? What is God telling you to do? What do you need to stop doing? And what do you need to start doing? And the last one is, why aren't you doing it? So what is God telling you to do? What do you need to stop doing? What do you need to start doing? And why aren't you doing it? And be really honest with yourself. Very honest. Why am I not doing this? Is it fear? Is it you're worried about what someone's going to think of you? You don't think you're equipped. You don't think you're capable. If you don't know the answers to these questions, this is why you're spending time with God because you're going to ask him, God, what's holding me back from doing this? I know what you're telling me to do. I know the things I need to start and stop doing. What's holding me back from doing this? Why am I not doing this, God? And close your eyes and be quiet and be still. And write down what comes to your mind. He will reveal it to you, especially if you're asking, Lord, speak to me, reveal this to me. Why am I not doing this? What's holding me back? Maybe it's a relationship you're in. You, there could be a million things of what's holding you back. Just pray and you need to write this down. You need to know what these things are that you need to start and stop doing. What's holding you back? Why you're not doing it? And this start stop list is something that you need to pray over because we know in Romans, the scripture says, for I have the desire to change, but I don't have the ability to carry it out. I want to stop doing the things on my stop doing list, but I can't stop doing them. I can't change and you can't change. Roman says that you can't change in your own strength. So you need to pray over this list and ask God, help me to stop doing these things. Change me. You change me. So you get the glory for changing me. I can't change on my own. Lord, change me. Change my desires. Change my mind change all of these things. Maybe you need to stop hanging out with the crowd that you've been hanging out with, but they're your friends. They're the only friends you have right now. So what are you going to do? Not hang out with the only friends you have? Ask God to help you stop hanging out with them. And remember, scripture says that God does immeasurably more than what we even ask. And it is going to be so cool to look in your journal and to see all these things that you know that you need to stop doing and then be able to go back and look at them months later or at the end of the year and see all of the things that you actually did stop doing. And you're going to be able to be like, that's crazy that I stopped doing those things. Like at the time, I loved doing those things and God just changed me. And then your start list, you're going to be able to see, look, I started doing a lot of these things on this list. How, look how far I grew this year. Look where I started. Look where I ended. This is great. This has been so much movement, so much progress. I even love writing down things like things I'm praying for and discernment, things I need discernment on. Like for a while, I was saying yes to so many things. I'm like, I need to cut this down. God, what am I going to do? What should I say no to? What should I say yes to? And I had all these different ministries written down and all these different things. And now it's so cool because I can look back and I can see how chaotic and stressed out I was. And I can see that God made a way 
and he answered my prayer. And so it builds that trust where next time I know when I have to make a big decision, I know he's going to help me. He helped me before. And his word says that he will help me. So writing it down, because when you're in your own emotion, it, there's like certain memories that are stored with emotion. So when you're super angry and you're triggered, there are certain memories that are embedded into that emotion that when you're out of that emotion and uh, I should say certain memories and um, thoughts, really, like memories and thoughts are, are done in this anger triggered emotion. And then when you're experiencing the emotion of joy and happiness and fulfillment, you can't even access those memories or those thoughts that you had when you were in the anger triggered emotion. It's like they're all kept in separate filing cabinets. And when you're angry and triggered again, the thought comes back. So maybe when you're angry and triggered, you have this thought of, you know, I need to just leave. I don't deserve this. I deserve better. But when you're in a place of joy, you don't even think those thoughts. So the reason why you need to write them down is because you can look and see how you truly felt, what you thought of, what you were desperate for, what you needed when you were at the, this low point and you can read it when you're at a high point or vice versa. And people who don't journal are doing themselves such a disservice. You're making this process take way longer than it needs to. Um, like I said, there was that couple that I was coaching recently and helping them and they were going to separate and they were like, they were separating, they were done. They were separating, they were moving out. They were, they were done. And I told her to journal how she felt, how she felt about him, what she wanted, all of these things. She didn't do it. A couple of days later, she calls me. We decided to work things out. We're back together. You know, we have, we have this list that we're going to work on. And I said, okay, what about all the things you told me the other day that you felt about him? Did you write those down? No. Do you remember what you told me? No, not really. Like, yeah, that's why you need to write them down. Because although things are going good for you right now, you still need to remember how bad you felt when they were going bad. Because that's how you're going to learn and that's how you're going to grow. So if you're this type three person where you know that God has something big for you, you you've gotten out of the valley, you know how to get out, you're, you're emotionally pretty well, you're, you're mentally pretty well, you're learning, you're growing, you're like, what do I have? What else can I do? Um, you need to be spending more time with God praying and writing down what he says. That's, that's really the biggest thing in taking from now until the end of the year to get rid of those distractions. Um, some things that I have for you, if you are this person, I have my, um, well, I guess, let me go back the type two person who's trying to stay out of the Valley. I didn't talk about the free offers and paid offers that I have. So the free offers that I have right now is a prayer list for business. That's also in my link on my bio on Instagram that you can click on. So you can get my prayers when you're at this phase of your, of your life. And I also have my course for sale that's called find your purpose. And so this will really help you to find your purpose in this season of staying out of the valley and getting there. Now, if you're someone who's at the bottom of the valley, you're not ready to do the course. You have to work on some things. Then when you move over to a type two person where you're like, I, I'm out of the valley and I just need to stay out, finding your purpose is a great place for you to do that. Then when you are you found your purpose and you're ready to take what God has for you and you, you saw him refine you in the fire and you know that something big is coming and you've been in a season of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and planting and, and nurturing and waiting. The harvest season is coming 
And now you need to spend more time with God. So you know what to do with the harvest and what he has planned for you. But I just started offering one-on-one coaching and I started with my first client. Um, and it's a six month one-on-one coaching program. I am going to put up a application for you to fill out if this is something that you're interested in doing. And like I said, this is for someone who is ready to start building their brand or their business. And they already have ideas and they need this accountability coach, this person one-on-one to hold their hand and help them and walk through this. And we meet twice a month on Zoom for an hour And the application process will be in the link in my Instagram bio and probably the next week or so if you want to apply for the program. I'm looking for very specific people, people that are great listeners and people that are ready to do this in this moment. So, uh, you know, you can have more of that. But the last thing that I want to tell you is how much. So two things, how much are you willing to lose out on? And how much are you wanting to experience in 2023? Because if you continue to do everything that you've done before and expect something to change, it's not going to, we know that, you're going to miss out on so much. You're going to lose out on what God wants to do in your life. And you're going to lose out on it because you're going to let the devil win. You're going to let him win over your thoughts or your mindset or attack you where you let fear set in, or you just get so worried. You start isolating. You do not lose out on even more than you've missed out on. How much are you willing to lose? And how much are you wanting to experience? Because if you want to experience everything God has promised you, And everything under the sun that God has said is yours, you can experience it in 2023. I am a living testimony to this. At the beginning of 2022, I said, I want everything God has for me. Every single thing. I had just quit my job and I had no idea what the year would bring. And I was terrified and I was overwhelmed and I had no job and no money. And I had no idea what God was going to do for my year. And I started journaling and I started spending time with him. And if you want 2023 to be the best year you've ever had, it needs to be the best year you've ever had spiritually. And if you get closer to God in 2023 than you've ever gotten before, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking religion. I'm not talking a church building. I'm talking personal relationship with Jesus, spending one-on-one time with you and him. You don't need a pastor. You don't need a, a deacon. You don't need a priest. You don't need anyone interceding. You don't need anyone in between you two, you and Jesus. The more you learn about him, the more you journal with him, the more time you spend just you and him. I promise you with everything that I know and have that you will have the best year of your life. The world says you can have the best year of your life if you sacrifice and hustle. The world says you can have the best year of your life if you have all of this stuff and you go on these vacations and you're flashy and you achieve big success and you get a promotion. That's not how you're going to feel fulfilled and satisfied. The only way you're going to feel this overwhelming joy and abundance and fulfillment is if you connect to God as close as you can and you make it the best year you have spiritually. So right now it's December 12th. You might be listening to this recording. It might be towards the very end of December or into the new year. If you're listening to this in December, you have the rest of the month to prepare and to get ready for 2023. If you're listening to this into 2023, you can start this at any moment. Maybe it's May. You can start this right now and you can have the best year from May until December. You can pick this up at any moment, but 
you need to remember where you are at the, at the level. Are you someone who's stuck in the valley who wants to get out? Are you someone who wants to stay out of the valley because you already did get out and you don't want to go back? Or if you're someone who's ready to finally build this vision and this business and this brand and make money and, and live financially free so that you can then go and make a huge impact in the world, you can do this. God wants you to do this. And he's been working on you for so much time now. He's telling you it's time. It's time. That's what he's whispering. He's saying it's time. He's saying, Terry, it's time. Jeanette, it's time. Bree, it's time. The time is now. And he's telling you what to do. So don't let this slip past you and just be distracted and busy. Take your time, make it obedient to you and tell your time what you're going to do. Start spending time with God like you need to. And you watch, everything's gonna start to change. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. Send me a message on Instagram, even if we've never talked before and you just want to say hi, or you want to tell me what God's doing in your life or how he's using the podcast to help you. I love hearing all of those stories. If you need prayer, if you need a little bit of advice, if you're interested in my coaching program, please reach out. Thank you for being here live. You guys, thank you. I love you. And I'm proud of you for getting on. Jeanette, especially you, because you said, I'm holding myself accountable. I'm going to get on. <laughs> so um, love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your day. And if you need me, please, please, please reach out. I am not too busy for any of you. Please reach out. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening and spending your morning with me. I pray that God blesses your day and that he helps you to see the calling that is on your life. Lord, help us to be obedient to what you've called us to do help us to walk in our day side by side with you and link with your power instead of trying to do it on our own we know we cannot do this on our own although we try please continue to help us and continue to lead us and guide us we love you so much in jesus's holy name amen have a blessed day thanks for being here Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Taryn Sarconi so that you can grow with me and you can learn how to get out of the valley, how to stay out of the valley and exactly what to do to have the best life ever in 2022.